Welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews, and today we have a treat. It is time to release the Kraken with Clash of the Titans from 1981. 1981. 1981. Harry Hamlin, Burgess Meredith. Uh, man, it keeps going. There's a lot of people in this. I had, I actually took a photo of the, uh, of the credit, so let me see if I can find it up on my phone here. And... Bada bing, bada boom. We'll go through the list. All right. The Immortals, Sir Lawrence Olivier as yes. Zeus. Claire Bloom as Hera. Maggie Smith as Thetis. Ursula Andros as Aphrodite, of course. Who else are you going to get for Aphrodite? Uh, Jack Gwillem as Poseidon. Susan Fleetwood as Athena. And Pat Roach as Hephaestus. That's the guy who builds stuff, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the humans or the mortals was Harry Hamlin as Perseus, Judy Bowker as Andromeda. I don't know that she did anything else. She looked familiar, but I guess she place did. her in any other movie. Yeah. Like I, I know I, I must've seen her in other stuff. Burgess Meredith as Amon and Sion Phillips as Cassiopeia. Then there's like the Stygian witches and, and other folks that I'm not even going to bother going into. And Pegasus uh, as himself. Yeah. <laughs> but there is, as themselves, Bubo. Yes, Charon, good old Bubo. Dioscalos, Kraken, Medusa, Pegasus, Scorpions, and the Vulture. The Vulture. Thank Those you, Ray Harryhausen. <laughs> yeah, all the Ray Harryhausen creature features. Um, yeah, Harryhausen, man. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> let's just talk about that guy's career how many movies exactly. did he make uh, a lot and that here's one of the things when this came out i saw it at, it was probably in the theater um and i would have been 11 mm -hmm. um it was pretty wild i mean just seeing yeah. these effects were incredible and it's a little hard now in 2021 to watch it in uh high definition on a big screen and you right. see just how bad it actually is as far but the time in the 80s Bite your it, tongue hey it it is it's it's if they're compared given to what we've seen now it's like night and day but but it's still a very enjoyable movie um it doesn't i don't think it takes away from it at all there were um when poseidon comes in to destroy um argos yeah. The city of Argos. There were a couple of scenes where you could definitely tell that, you know, people weren't sure where the waves were coming. I know, because the waves were on top. Shots. <laughs> then there were certain shots that it looked really good. Like, yes. it looked like the people were actually getting hit by the waves and stuff like that. So it was kind of a little hit and miss, but I was really looking for it. And there's a, a certain, certain things you just can't do or you couldn't do back then because right. you just didn't have the tech. I still think today, if you did stop motion and you use some of the higher tech stuff that we got, like like with Poseidon crank doing the crank to open up the gate. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> that was really bad. That really stood out. But I think today's um, tech. Oh, you'd have never known. You could definitely do do that very easily and still keep that, that background shot of the gate going up. But I think you could you could very well put him in that scene. Well, you can. Look at, look at how the Mandalorian... I got to get a Star Wars reference in. Look at how the Mandalorian is shot. Right. On, right. on that stage with the screen that wraps around. That's just crazy. It's insane. Absolutely yeah, well, insane. So, yes. Gaming, 
they call it the gaming technology, right? Where you're in the game and walking. Yeah. That's just I, insane. It is insane. Um, so yes, that's uh today, and as we've seen in the remake, uh, I think from 2010, mm-hmm. um what CGI and everything can actually do for yeah. this movie. Um yeah. I did not go on and to watch it. I watched something completely different, but right. yeah. <laughs> I will go visit the remakes uh, again. Can't I found them the other day? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was uh, Clash of the Titans and the Immortals. I want to say is what it was called. The second one. I, Wrath. You know what? I forgot. Wrath of the Titans. Wrath of the Titans. That's yeah. it. Wrath. The Immortals was a bad one that I looked at and went, Nah, I don't want to watch that one. Yeah. But Wrath of the Titans. That's right. Uh, so I'll go. I'm going to go back and probably watch both of those and just get a get a hint. Yeah. Um. It, it's the, the story is of Perseus, the the Greek demigod, who's a hero who chops off the head of Medusa, and and fights the Kraken and wins, and then becomes a king. And his story goes on after that. I've read a couple of stories with uh, with Perseus in him. He's he is the he's probably one of my favorite Greek heroes. Mm-hmm of of myth um achilles just seemed for me i don't know if you ever read the iliad or, or a long the, long time um, ago the, the the fall of troy yeah. he just seemed like such i would never say it to his face but he seemed like such a whiny little douchebag <laughs> you know and you're not going to say anything like that to his face because he can kill everybody around him but it's like, dude, stop crying. You know, you got a war to go fight. You know, right. you're just sitting there whining because you didn't get your way. I mean, that was like three quarters of the book is him just being a whiny little oh, baby. Oh, geez. I, yeah, I don't but think I'll read it now. <laughs> but when he finally comes out and starts, you know, I mean, the whole story is really good. But when he finally comes out, you know, he beats everybody's ass and does his thing. And I kept expecting him to get shot in his heel. That never happens in this main story. I don't know when it happens. I don't know what book it's in, but it doesn't happen in the fall of Troy. <laughs> I'm like, wait, where's this? Yeah, I'm like flipping the book over when I'm reading it. But Perseus, on the other hand, Perseus is really very much the, the hero's journey. He doesn't, mm-hmm. he doesn't really want to be there. He's just kind of forced into a situation that he's not. If it were up to him initially, he'd be on his island just hanging out, you know. Well, yeah, and that's kind of what the the movie showed, but it was funny. Once he was dropped in Joppa, uh, he's like, this is a good place to start. (laughs) It was like, take back my country, yay. Yeah, yeah, uh, and what's funny is that Owl Bobo, Bobo, whatever. Bobo. That's not anywhere in the the actual Perseus story. I don't believe Calibus is either. Yeah. I don't remember. I'll I be think Calibus was made for the movie. I couldn't find anything at all on Calibus. He he may have been made for the movie. It's been yeah. nineteen or twenty. Yeah, the so Andromeda story of her being chained up as a sacrifice is is part yeah, of the mythology. That, that was definitely part of it. Yeah, yeah. the Kraken is definitely yeah. part of it. Um, that they he took liberties, but he always takes liberties. Of course, I mean, and it, and it worked having Calibus. Harry was it Calibus? Yeah. Here, here's yeah, here's the thing I ha- have with uh, that character. Um, and I'm going to bounce all over the place with this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they had great practical effects for his makeup was incredible. On the yeah. face, his horns, all of that. Um, 
I think they could have relied more on the practical effects for him because they did a really good job. Yeah. And it was weird for the shift to um, stop motion and back and forth. Right. When, man, they should have just went ahead and decked him out in a full costume. He would have been fine. Um, you, you, with that said, I agree. But I don't know. You, you, now, nowadays, they have those um, those stilts. Yeah. People can look like they're an animal. Yeah. I don't know if they were invented back then. I don't yeah, know if they it, were around. And maybe not. Maybe not. If it just, so, then they should have stuck definitely with the practical practical effects. They could have used the little creative angles and cameras to to keep it where you they weren't showing all of them at the same time. Because right. at least his face, his facial makeup was was top notch. Yeah, his hands. His hands. When he goes his, to put the necklace on that girl, his hand takes up her whole chest. Yeah, I mean, she must have been. Well a very teeny tiny in a box little thing, you know? Yeah. And I, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to picture who that guy was. And for the life of me, I could not right. place that actor. I know the voice. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, that voice is really familiar, but I could not place that actor for anything. Yeah. And I didn't look him up on IMDb or anything to see. So no, it's I'm a, a slacker. It's, <laughs> I didn't either. Uh, it's a really good story. This is, this is, um, something good to go to after the midget western um because <laughs> uh, this is a classic story and no matter what we can argue the effects as a kid this movie was incredible oh yeah any harryhausen movie i oh my god we used to go to the drive-in and see all all of the sinbad movies oh yeah yeah. I, I mean, I think I've seen every Sinbad movie as far as the, the ones that I know that Harryhausen had anything to do with. I know I've seen all of them. I mean, the, the uh, Eye of the Tiger, is that what it was called? It might be. It's been golden, so golden long Tiger, since I watched it. The some. Golden Voyage of Sinbad. I mean, the one where John Wayne's son is playing Sinbad. Huh. He's actually a pretty good, I want to say it's the Golden Voyage. He actually plays a really good Sinbad. Huh. You know, he's got those big square shoulders and he's, you know, he's walking kind of like the Duke, but not exactly. <laughs> but he's, you know, he's hero material for that movie. Yeah. Very cool. Like, no, yeah. I, I started looking. It's like, you know, I want to go watch those um, just because of, of the. Uh, this is groundbreaking effects. You can watch it now and think, oh, what the hell is this? But you go back mm -hmm. into the when were those Sinbad movies? Early 70s? They started in the early seventies. Uh, I know the, I know there was one in the sixties, but I, I don't think it had like stop motion in it. It was okay. before Harryhausen got a hold of him. But when, when Harryhausen got a hold of him, he took him up like two or three levels because of his stop motion ability. Yeah, the guy was a genius. The guy was just a freaking genius. Well, that's just it. The use of miniatures and and everything with the stop motion animation was was really well done. Um, yeah, yeah, the the, the man's. He's a monster when it comes to stop motion. I, I have a movie, um, a documentary somewhere in, oh, cool. in all my stuff that that is a Harryhausen documentary. And it's a lot of interviews with him and people who worked with him and his influence. And it shows him as a kid doing stop motion in his backyard. Oh, wow. And oh, my God, this guy, that was his life. I mean, you ever seen a guy who was like, this is all I want to do. And he knew early what he wanted to do. He probably knew at age 10 what he wanted to do. I think wow. he said he saw King Kong <laughs> and he, he knew it wasn't a real gorilla, but it was one of those deals where he's like, how did this guy do this? And somehow he met the guy and the guy was kind of explaining to him. And from that point on, he was like, yeah. 
this is what I want to do. This is this is all I want to do is, is stop motion. And he, my God, that man did some wonderful movies. Yeah, yeah. So that was um, that brings such a charm to this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it is kind of timeless. Um, it still it still holds up because the story is so yeah. damn good. So the, the only problem I ever had, and I was talking to the wife about this the other day, is Harry Hamlin as the beaver no as uh perseus now he was a good looking guy i mean he was he was he he was basically molded to be a star because he just he looked like every star in the 70s and 80s you know oh yeah but i just even as a kid i never quite bought him as perseus i don't know why i couldn't tell you never put my finger on it i maybe it's because i read the story before i saw the movie right and it just it never uh, he just never grabbed me as per. He did a good job. He, he did a fine job acting. He did a fine job, you know, with the stunt coordinations and, and playing against the stop motion because mm-hmm. he has to do his movements and then they have to stop motion over him. Yeah. You know, there's no other, as far as I know, there'd be no other way to do it. But so he did a good job. That's, that's not the point. I just never, for me personally, I never bought him as Perseus. Yeah. I don't know. That just, just a personal a personal thing no I, I i could i could see that but it worked you know yeah, i bought the movie don't get me yeah. wrong <laughs> i mean it's harry house and i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna yeah. buy it <laughs> yeah yeah um one one thing that got me and i laughed so hard at a little too much was seeing Bubo the owl with a crutch and a cast on his leg at the very end <laughs> a crutch <laughs> it's gonna look good it was great. I, what's funny is until last night, I never, never. noticed that. No. I, I couldn't tell you how many times I watched this movie. And I never noticed that. Exactly. I said that last night. I was like, he's got a crutch under his arm. <laughs> that was the first time I'd ever seen that. And, you know, since we started doing this podcast, that's just, yeah. yeah I'm seeing yeah. stuff I've never seen in movies. I'm looking at it yep. so much more critically and watching this. Yeah. Like, wow. I never caught that before. And that's, yeah, the crutch. <laughs> very funny i thought that was freaking hysterical but yeah. uh yeah bill bubo bilbo whatever bubo. the stupid owl's name is bubo uh <laughs> yeah, that was definitely an addition to the story oh yeah probably because of r2d2 and c3po coming oh out man i got serious r2d2 vibes from that oh yeah yeah um i did like the, the one thing that i did like about that owl it's a mechanical owl for anybody who hasn't seen the movie it's it's a mechanical owl built by Hephaestus, Hephaestus, the uh, the smith of the gods. He can build anything, so he builds this owl to go help Perseus do Perseus stuff. Um, and the nice little thing about that is when it lands on Earth to help Perseus, the only person that can understand what the owl is saying through its little chirps and whistles and bloop, 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 bloops, is Perseus. Everybody else just hears the owl doing little whistles and bleeps and beeps and stuff. And I like how uh, Burgess Meredith's character looks at me and says, you you can understand that? And the good piece of acting from Hamlin is he looks at him like, you you don't understand? I, I can never, I can hear every word he's saying. Yeah. You, and he looks at everybody else like, you guys don't hear this? <laughs> you yeah, don't understand like, what, it? What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> yeah. And they're all looking at him like, 
yeah, no, dude, we don't hear a word. You just bloop, bloop, <laughs> yeah. bloops, you know. But I thought that was a good little uh, addition. Instead of that thing being able to communicate with everybody, he can only communicate yeah. with Perseus. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. That's a nice little, nice little touch. Definitely. What was your uh, your thought on the witches? I Just like the witches. witches. Yeah, I, I do. I I really they like. Show them. up a lot in Greek mythology. Yes, yes, they do, and other mythology as well. Yeah, there's always yeah. some sort of take on it. Um, mm-hmm. I know the um, the Witcher series of books did a uh, the Three Crones. Yeah, which were yeah. obviously very much and uh, the witcher if you haven't read any of the books i haven't i've only played the games or um watched mm-hmm. the netflix series it's all dealing with a lot of polish mythology and a lot of oh uh, nice i'm slavic yeah exactly so um <laughs> i thought you might get a kick out of that because so they touch on a lot of the creatures from so shit the- now now I'm interested. Now I'm going to go yeah, check out it, these books. It's, where it's written by a Polish author, um, and all of all of that is using that mythos. Nice. So, okay. Yeah. So yeah, you may want to watch it. It's very, but Polish and Slavic mythos is very interesting. Um, that's where you get Krampus yes. from and, and stuff like that. Uh, and I remember the first time I read about Krampus when I was a kid was very scared the hell out of me like why would anybody why, why would you even have that <laughs> i know right well you were good you weren't gonna go get beaten if you're good you're okay but if you're bad krampus is gonna come and get you I'm like yeah. what <laughs> first time i read that i'm like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> what the yeah. hell is that <laughs> but that that's the thing when we're dealing with mythology it does we can we can take anywhere we can go to india we can go to egypt we can yeah uh, and you're gonna find the same stories um yeah yeah, which is so really wild and that's uh, uh that's pretty cool one of my favorite one of my favorite uh comparative religion guys uh joseph campbell writes about that like a hero with a thousand faces i don't know if you've ever read it i have not i highly recommend it to anybody who is even vaguely creative or wants to write a story or wants to read a story and get more out of it read hero with a thousand faces it, it's just about the hero's journeys the different hero's journeys mm-hmm. um the different religions and how basically how much alike all of these religions are as opposed to how different they are. He yeah. just took a different, different twist on it. Instead of looking at differences, he was like, okay, what's the same? And when you really get down to it, there's a lot more alike than there is different. Yeah. A lot. That's very interesting. It's a good book. I highly recommend it for anybody who's a writer, anybody who's a, a creative of any sort, or if you just are interested in, in, comparative religions yeah. it's a very good book open yeah. in my mind i'll tell you that oh i'm sure and, and that, that's what's cool i love i love mythology and yeah. seeing how it um compares to other mythos and everything mm-hmm. it's it's actually pretty cool um i've read a lot of the greek uh mythology and yeah. it's uh zeus was an asshole um yeah that's a given well they all were they all were absolutely the whole trojan war was just a bunch of greek gods yeah. being jerks to each other yeah, and then of, using men, humans as as pawns, it's just like. Well, yeah. One of the I don't remember what it was. It was Zeus, and it might have been Poseidon. Were on. Yeah, they Earth. didn't like each other. Well, then maybe it wasn't, but it, he was with somebody, and the, uh-huh. the the humans treated them poorly or something. Uh huh. So he flooded the world, and it's like, yeah. 
I'm going to kill you all. It's like, geez, where else have we seen a flood? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where else did that happen? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, yeah. Zeus wasn't known for his uh, subtlety, say. No. <laughs> or his uh, forgiveness. Um, no, no. And they showed that a lot in Clash of the Titans. He's just like, yeah. nope, that's my word. That's my command. I have spoken. Yeah, none of the other gods <laughs> fucked with him. And uh, um, yeah, well, when you're the guy who takes down Kronos and saves all your brothers and sisters, yeah, you're the guy that's in charge. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> you're pretty much the guy that's in charge at that point, and nobody's going to question you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you he, he didn't want to be powerful. eaten. He, what? he didn't want to be eaten. No, he didn't want to be eaten. Because <laughs> wasn't Kronos eating his children? Yeah. Yeah. So when you're the guy who takes down Kronos, the most powerful being in the universe, <laughs> yeah. up until your badass shows up. Yeah, probably not gonna probably not gonna mess with you. Whatever, whatever you, you want, say, Zeus. <laughs> whatever you give a command, you're like, Yep, I expect to be uh, you know, listened to. Exactly. Yeah, not a yes. problem, boss. So overall, good good movie. It is a oh, yeah. Great shot to the eighties. Um, it's, it's well done. It's great locations. Um, it looks great. Harry Housen's stop motion animation is, um, something everybody should experience. Cause it's just amazing. You have to look at this from the time it was done. It's just so good. Look at the, uh, all the stop motion that had to be done on Medusa. Oh my God. Every snake, every snake had to move on her head and, and you had to do the body the tail, the arms, the bow and arrow. And, and the whole time, all the snakes are moving. You have to move the mouth. I mean, just that alone is worth... If somebody's going into practical effects, if somebody wants to see an expert, a man who is a god among special effects guys, watch this movie and look at the scenes with Medusa. That's that's my favorite scenes in the movie, Incredible. is the whole Medusa stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that that is just that's that's what do they call it? An expert's course. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's a course in, a in how to class. do the job <laughs> yeah. well. Well done, man. That, yeah, I I just love Harryhausen movies. Mm -hmm. The Beast from was it The Beast from Twenty Thousand Leagues? Is that what it was? The, his first big hit, black and white, where the thing comes up on the on the bridge. Oh yeah. The tentacles are just ripping the bridge apart, and it's like, oh my god, that's just incredible. Well, and and that that's what's great. So much again, there's there's a lot of times where you couldn't even tell they were blending miniatures into this, right? And that, it was just a lot of thought. Yeah. Um, there were times where it was really bad that you were like, oh, that that's, and then other times you're like, how the hell did they manage to do that? Exactly. <laughs> But and I, I'm just going to go back to what I said at the beginning when I was young and watched this. I never thought, oh, that's bad. Um, right. It was like, holy shit, look at that. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. And if you look at any of these old sci fi movies, fantasy movies from that time frame and back, yes, you can look at it now. It's like, oh my God, we got all this great stuff. But then that was the right. cutting edge. That was people would look the way people look at effects now. Mm -hmm. they looked at back then like oh my god yeah, yeah. it's so real and we look back at yeah. what <laughs> but, well i think what happened now especially with computer graphics and i don't i'm guessing you'll you might agree with me i think they they rely way too heavily for their computer graphics yes a lot of people think that they 
can have a crap story as long as they have good special effects and it gets you through. No, special effects, like writing, will only get you so far. You have it's to have a good actor. Sprinkle on. <laughs> and if you have a crappy script, but excellent special effects, you still have a crappy movie. Yeah. I mean, how many movies have we watched that we went, oh, God, that was a crappy movie. But the special effects were nice. But that's all you got. It was, yeah. you know, how many movies after Star Wars came out with all the miniatures and the special effects and the explosions and they were all crap movies. Yeah. You're going to disagree with me on this one, but Crawl sucked. I'm not going to disagree. With the little, the, the yeah, sk- I remember Crawl. Did yeah. you, I, weren't you the big fan of Crawl? No, not me. Oh, who the hell Who the hell was I talking to that loved I, that movie? Me. I was like, that movie sucked! No, I, I, I saw Crawl once. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw it once. I've seen it on TV as I'm clicking or I walk into a room and I'm like, <gasps> no, turn it off. Turn it. Great weapon. The weapon was fantastic. Yeah. That little spinny blade thing. Yeah. Awesome. Movie was horrible. Horrible. Well, and, and that's just it. Um, we have seen and went through a few. And the first thing that comes to mind is when we, we talk effects and movies is I will always go to John Carpenter's The Thing. Um, yeah. Great story. Great fucking effects. I don't think there's yep. a bit of CGI in there. I mean, there is, but nothing like. Is there? There probably is, but not on the creatures. I bet you there had to be something in there. Were they even doing CGI back? Well, in there that was time? probably camera tricks or you know superimposing yeah, and stuff. But see. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's but I still... tell you, yes, his practical effects again. Again, in and so just stuff always wins out over. Fake. Just to add add more Star Wars, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda was perfect, yeah. If Baby Yoda was CGI, we wouldn't give a shit. Right. And they said they did do a little bit of CGI work on Baby Yoda, but not not much. They're like, I guess it's to take some of the props out or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and, like and the, there's a few times where he's actually walking and stuff like that. I, yeah. I could see where they would do some. But it, all in all, he's 99% practical, so it's... And and we got uh, Werner Herzog to thank for that. Thank, thank you, God. Werner. Yeah, but, you know, he's, somebody who like, you must embrace the baby child. <laughs> you do not know how to act. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Very when Werner Herzog gives you advice like that, you just follow it. You're just yeah, like, yes, you sir. You might want right. to take it. Yeah, he yeah, might I know, don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> at least they listened to him. Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, so, uh, any final thoughts on Clash of the Titans besides it's a damn good movie? It's a damn good movie. And you know what? I'm just going to add Harryhausen, I think, was a guy before his time. I really do. Um, and now it seems like every special effects guy out there looks to Harryhausen. I mean, I know all the Star Wars guys did in the first Star Wars mm-hmm. and the second Star Wars with the stop motion adats, you know, walking yeah. across the field. Are those. Those are done so well, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't beat it. And everybody was a fan of Harryhausen. They all went to look at what he did, you know? So if if you're a fan of movies, just movies in general, there are some... uh, Harryhausen movies are not meant to win Oscars for best script. They're just not. They're great entertainment. They are great special effects. And they are good stories. They are good, mm-hmm. solid stories. I 
like I'm looking at Clash of the Titans trying to figure out where the holes were. There are no holes in the script. No, it, it it's, tells it's you solid. what's going on and step by step, follow it, and you just follow the story to the end. Every it's all good. It's a solid script. Every character, every branch of that had a purpose. There was nothing. Yep. It was it was sewn up nice and tight. Yep, yep. There was no holes. There was no no sitting back at the end of the story going, well, why didn't he just do this? Or why yeah. didn't he just do that? No, no, that's the script was solid. It may have not been as thick and juicy as most people wanted it, but it's a solid script. And that's what I look for in movies. That's, you know, I can be entertained and I can, I can enjoy the story. And that's yeah. what I got. I, that, I always get that from Harry Housen movies. Though. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it was, uh, I really, I really enjoyed it. I love being taken back. It's probably been, I probably haven't seen that movie in 20 years. Really? More. Yeah. Um, wow. and I absolutely love the flashback to it. And Bubo is awesome. And, yeah. you know, the <laughs> just, older I get, the more I enjoy that character. Yeah. I've noticed yeah. that. Yeah. I, Cause I can tell you right Bubo. now, the first time I saw, I'm sorry. I used to what hate Bubo. <laughs> yeah. I, the first time I saw Bubo, I was like, he's not in the script. What the hell? Why? Yeah. He was never in the story. Why do you have him? And I hated that character. I hated hated, hated that stupid owl. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to tell anybody how old I am, but I'm older. <laughs> Shut up. Stop laughing, Scott. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, no comment. Now that I'm older, I enjoy that stupid little owl. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I really do. I don't find him as as a heart of heart of wrench as I used to. Yeah. Like I always felt like he was just you know really wrenched in there and as some forced. comic relief or whatever. But yeah, he he still feels a little little uncomfortable. But it's yeah, I don't nearly bother. I'm not nearly as bothered by him as I used to be. It added having Bubo, even though look, if we just take away the comical leaps and bloops and r2d2-ish mm-hmm. of bubo it also gave another chance to show zeus was an asshole oh yeah 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 because i forget the goddess but he wanted her to give away her owl and she's like oh no i'm right. gonna get one made and it's like yeah that was pretty harsh <laughs> and she's yeah, like he was just you know being dick. Fuck his wrath <laughs> yeah he was just being a dick yeah and you know what the thing is that that goddess got around it she gave him bilbo or bobo Bilbo Baggins. Got the ring. He's got the ring. Um, but I gave him the mechanical owl, and Zeus didn't have a wrath. Because Zeus Zeus was probably thinking, okay, you, you got around me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> fair, that, fair game. <laughs> that brings me to another really funny bit um, where uh, Thetis is talking about how Zeus had changed to seducer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a cuttlefish. As a cuttlefish. Like, <laughs> so what? she turned herself into a shark. That <laughs> <laughs> was funny. Yeah. And all the women just stand there and laugh at him. It's like, yeah. how would you like to be Zeus getting laughed at by all the goddesses? It's like, really? He don't care. Thousands of years. Right. He's doing whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll wonder why he and Hera didn't get along. <laughs> yeah, right. Gee, stop bopping everybody, Zeus. But yeah. Hera was the same way. Well, Hera, exactly. She was doing the same. <laughs> they all went down and fooled around with humans. Oh, yeah. said, what? Don't you guys like each other? <laughs> no. After that <laughs> many years, I'm no, like, fucking go on. <laughs> Is that why you're but, always causing trouble? <laughs> yeah. The cuttlefish story was great. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was a good bet. Yeah. 
and they all just chuckle. So I will uh, give this a must watch for those yes. uh, who just like good movies. Yeah, must watch, man. Uh, good movie, solid script. A little goofy at times yes. with the with the owl, but it's fun. Uh, if you're older like me, you're probably going to enjoy the hell out of it. If you're a little kid, if you're a real little kid, you're going to love it. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. there's not a lot of sweat. There, there is a breast shot, gratuitous breast shot in there. Yeah, PG, which is very funny because the movie's PG back in the day. PG, you could show boob, uh, but it didn't last long. It made kind of made sense. His mother was breastfeeding him. There's yeah, nothing. The mother was breastfeeding, but really. I don't think you really need the shot other than, you know, what are you going to say? The director or something. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Back then you always had to have a boob in a movie. I don't understand. But other than that, no, it was a good, good, solid movie. It, it's good. Yep. So yes, I absolutely recommend anything by Harryhausen. Absolutely. We will definitely have to Harryhausen. Watch it. We will Harry have to voyage our way into Sinbad. We're going to have to get a Sinbad movie in here. Yeah. We're going to have to get a Sinbad. I may have a Sinbad over there, but I'll watch any Sinbad movie you want, man. I'll, okay. I'll go rent it or go buy it or whatever because <laughs> I love the old Sinbad movies. Well, it will be, um, since we did a good movie, uh, we're not doing a thematic month uh, this month, really. Uh -huh. So next movie is going to be something uh, that we've probably both have never seen and probably atrocious. Uh, so. But wait. No, I thought we were going to do Excalibur next month or next week. I thought it was the week after. We were doing good, bad, good, bad. You're right. You're right. So next, oh, God, I haven't even picked out a bad movie. Wait, no, you pick out the bad movie this time, right? I picked out the midgets. It's on you. <laughs> I kept expecting them to sing Lollipop Guild. They damn know. near did. They were high enough pitched, and <sighs> the Penguin in the Barbershop was, uh, you know... <laughs> but yeah get us a, so um that's gonna do it for today thanks for watching join us next week for um something absolutely horrible horrendous i will find something absolutely horrendous i'm gonna make your cowboy movie look like a thriller <laughs> look like the best thing that you yeah. could possibly find we will find something that i guarantee most of you have not ever seen maybe. and i'll make sure i've never seen it too yeah, so it'll be adventure. Until next time, thanks again.